Welcome to the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. I'm Lyanne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to learning how to ditch the overwhelm, to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that Java, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome back, beautiful souls, to another episode of the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. I'm Lyanne, your host, and I'm so happy that you're here today. And this morning's topic is really something that I think you've probably all seen. It's all started, right? All the posts, all the social media. What are your news resolutions? Uh, what are your goals for 2023? What's your morning routine like? Because successful people always have a morning routine. Ah, uh, it's exhausting, right? It can become very, very exhausting and overwhelming to see all that, especially if maybe you don't necessarily adhere to these things. But I do want to talk about morning routines because as a shift worker, it's, um, it can sometimes be a challenge to have a set, structured morning routine when not every day or every week is the same, right? So the question is then, as a shift worker, is it even possible to have a morning routine? And I guess my take on things isn't so much that it has to be in the morning. You can call it a morning routine, right? But if you're working night shift and you're waking up at 5 p.m., is it just maybe your wake-up routine? Could we call it that? Or even better, how about just your non-negotiables, your daily habits that set you up for success? So there's no doubt, right, that when you wake up in the morning that you are prime to set your mind on the trajectory of where you want to go for the day. And so it's always the best time to visualize what your day is going to be, to set your intention, to you know move your body, to meditate. That is, it is the best time to do it, right? To be honest, is when you wake up, all the momentum that you had going the day before is now gone because you've been asleep. Um, and now you're maybe rested, maybe not completely rested if you haven't had a great uh, sleep after a night shift, but you are really primed when you wake up to set yourself up for success, regardless whether it is at 5 a.m. or it's at 5 p.m. Now, that is a whole other podcast topic when it comes to our bodies and how we obviously, as shift workers, are not meant to be awake when everyone else is sleeping. When the, when the sun has gone down, we should be going to bed. That is not really anything that we can dispute. Our bodies are not meant to work these hours. But if that is your lifestyle right now, there are definitely ways when it comes to sleep that we can uh, work on ways to make your sleep hygiene better. But again, this podcast episode this morning is going to be about the routine that you have after you have the sleep. And so, again, it's not necessarily, if you consider your morning 5 p.m. and you like talking about it that way, that is amazing. 
But let's talk about just in general, a wake up routine, right? Having that wake up routine is always a great way to set your body up for success, getting maybe the tasks done that you need to get done. Um, and that's priorities, right? We, we go into only looking at the priorities that need to be done when we're working on a shift, uh, such as night shift or maybe even afternoon shift, which is what I am on this week, where I don't get into bed till after midnight. Um, and then I am up again in the mornings right now to get the kids on the bus. So the best practice that I can really say when it comes to this from my experience is that structure is good, right? Structure is good. Daily habits are great for our mental and physical well-being. But how exactly you get them done, right, is up to you. And it has to work for you. And it is difficult. It can be a challenge when we're tired, when your life and work schedule is always changing. And so how do you make the structure without the structure? (laughs) That sounds a little bizarre and a little contradictory. And the best thing that I can suggest and that I can say to that is that you have to be okay with being flexible. And I think if you're a shift worker, depending on which actually field that you work in, you, you have to learn to be flexible. You have to be okay with change, which is ironic that I say that because I find that um, a lot of my coworkers and a lot of people in policing were actually not good with change. It's bizarre, right? That our lives are, and maybe that's why, is that our lives are so unpredictable um, that we want stability in some area of our life. And so when it comes to having sort of that wake-up routine, what are some of the best things that you can do for yourself, regardless if you're getting up at 5 a.m. or 5 p.m.? I think having simple, simple things like that are going to make your body feel good, right? You're coming out of that sleep you want to get ready, you want to get your mindset ready for the day or for the next shift, is that you really want to fuel your body in a great way. So whether you're eating in the morning at 5 a.m., like I said, or 5 p.m., you're really going to want to make sure that you give yourself water before you're caffeinating, right? Regardless of the time of the day. Those are really important. And then you really want to as well fuel your body in a way that's going to give you the energy regardless of the time of the day that it is. So then it comes to what is it that you really need to do in setting your priorities. And that may be, may be different every day um, or different every other week depending on what your shift is. And that's why I really highly suggest, you know, you do a weekly planning session where you look at your schedule and you can say, okay, I'm on night shift these two days. This is what I can do in between that time. And maybe, maybe there's absolutely nothing. Maybe when you are listening to your body and your inner being and you're knowing that you actually just need to do nothing, that is okay, right? And that's where it comes into being a little bit flexible is that you need to really accept and give yourself grace. And I want to talk about that where it comes to where we tend to really push ourselves to get things done when we don't need to. And when you're pushing things off, um, you know, 
till tomorrow isn't always a bad thing, right? Hustle culture would label you lazy or having a poor work ethic if you're procrastinating. But when you're listening to your body, right, you have to listen to your body and know when it's time to push and when it's time to rest. And I believe that that not everything is a priority, not even your priorities. (laughs) That may sound bizarre, but it's true, right? In the big scheme of things, everything can be pushed off till tomorrow, but when it comes to taking care of our bodies, when it comes to feeling our ultimate best, when it comes to those New Year's resolutions and those goals, we really, you know, that are important to us, you want to have some form of routine that is going to hold your, that you can hold yourself accountable to in order to actually do the thing. Because when you do the thing and you do the thing again, you build the confidence in yourself that you can actually do the thing, if that makes any sense at all, right? Taking the action is the only way that you build the confidence in whatever it is that you're striving to do. Now, when you're pushing things off because you don't feel like it, there's a few thoughts that I have on this. And when it comes to working hard or pushing through, for me personally, I see this as a both and scenario. Of course, wouldn't it just be great? You know, it feels great to do the things that we are most excited about. But if we only ever did things when we felt like it, we might honestly never get anything done. But on the flip side of that, maybe it really just isn't the time to do that. And that's where I, where I talk about like, you have to understand where you are in your body and giving yourself grace, but that there's always smaller things that you can do that are consistent, that can promote the next action, right? So I believe that you can work hard in the time that you have, which is about being intentional, rather than pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion. And I've seen this a lot on social media about there's a bit of a backlash right now where there seems to be more of this just do what feels good and go with the flow. And then there's people on the other side where like, that's just bullshit and you have to work hard and you have to, you know, have to go, go, go. And I don't adhere to either of those, right? Somewhere in between, there's harmony in there and you and only you will know what is best. And that's why, yeah, it's great to get up in the morning at 5 a.m. and do your meditation and do your journaling and go for a walk and do your workout and, you know, have your green smoothie. Absolutely. All those things individually are amazing, are amazing things. But what if you only did one of them? How would you feel if you got up in the morning, whether that's your 5 p.m. or 5 a.m. or 11 a.m., whatever your morning is to you, right? As a shift worker, we don't all have the same 5 a.m., 6 a.m. wake up. You got up, woke up, opened your eyes, and within that first half an hour, you did one or two things consistently, consistently, in the knowing that doing the thing made you feel really, really flipping good. How would you feel, right? 
I guarantee you that no matter what time of the day that you did the thing, that drinking of the water, that you would feel better and that the next day you're going to do it again. So I don't necessarily always adhere to the whole concept of a, you have to get up at 5 a.m. and, you know, push and struggle. We are not all created the same. Not everyone is meant to get up at 5 a.m. to do all the things before they then head to a 12-hour shift. That is actually, in my opinion, a perfect recipe for burnout, for overwhelm, for stress to enter the body, and then all the other things that come with, with that disease and sickness. So understanding your body, listening to your body, right? That is all something that you have to uh, do on your own and knowing what works best for you. But if you don't know where to start, pick one thing. Don't overcomplicate it. So often we don't have these morning routines or these daily routines or these daily habits because we overcomplicated or we want to do too many things at once because somebody on social media told you to. Start with one thing. If drinking water, we all know, we all know that drinking water is important for brain function, for body function, for everything. If you started today, when you wake up and you had 20 ounces of water before the caffeine, before you eat, and you took note of how that made you feel, and then you did it again tomorrow, and you noted again, feel really good, my body seems to be working better, you know, I can think a little clearer, you did it the next day, right? That's how we build success. That's how we achieve success is building on the feeling of how it feels in our body, and that when we do it again and again, it gives us the confidence to keep going. It's not about doing the next fad morning routine or the next thing that, you know, or the 10 things that you need to do when you get up. Start with one thing, right? Obviously, water is a great example that you should be drinking water as much as you can all day long. But when is it okay to not adhere to that routine? When is it not okay? Like, when can you give yourself grace? Obviously, when you're sick, when you're tired, listening to your body, not pushing through in that masculine energy of doing, 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 listening to your body and saying, okay, today I'm going to drink my water, but I'm not going to do that workout because that's going to add more stress to my body. Or, you know, I'm not going to uh, run around town before shift uh, to do the five things that I needed to do. You, you really need to ask yourself better questions when it comes to knowing where you are in your body. And that comes with planning intentionally, right? using the time intentionally that you have. It doesn't have to be a morning routine is basically what I'm saying. It needs to be daily habits that fill you up and that you can be consistent with, right? So... If you are going into 2023 on this, I'm going to have this amazing morning routine. I'm going to do all the things before I head off to shift at 6 a.m. And you do it for a couple days and then the next three days you realize that's not happening. That's not working for you. That's okay. 
That's okay. You've tried it. Now the thing is, is to figure out what daily habits are the ones that fill you up, that give you more energy, that you feel confident in doing. Those are the routines that you want to set yourself up with. And when you set yourself up with those routines, you will be guaranteed to have success. So when it comes to a morning routine for shift workers, think of it as a wake-up routine. Think of it as a wake-up routine, right? Morning is whatever you feel morning is. It's your wake-up routine. It's your daily non-negotiables that you know fill you up, that make you feel better, that give you energy, drinking water, having a great breakfast, you know, moving your body even for just 15 minutes. They're really small things that you can start with that can set you up for long-term success, right? Um, And it doesn't take the time. It takes only being intentional in what you're doing is where you're going to find the success. So if you're a shift worker and you found this helpful and you know someone else who would really, really find the value in today's episode, please make sure that you share. Please leave a five-star review because that's how this gets out to those that need it the most. And we will be back again next week with another episode of the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shift Worker and on Instagram at Lianne Magahi. It's time to enjoy the shift. One breath at a time.